Hey everyone, it's Evelyn, your host of Now I Get It. I'm apologizing for not dropping an episode last week. Things were super busy at work. Um, Just one of those things. And when I wasn't working late, I was trying to decompress. So, but anyway, when I wasn't working and decompressing and doom scrolling on the Ukraine Russian war, I did spend my last past weekend watching great content such as The Adam Project on Netflix and Turning Red on Disney+. Plus. Speaking of Pixar and Disney's Turning Red, Disney has been in quite the headlines in these past week or so. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about how Disney's recent moves have been confusing, both from a business point and consumer facing. By the end of this episode, you'll also be able to say, now I get it. First, I wanted to share that two weeks ago, Disney announced they're going to be releasing an ad-supported model of Disney Plus later in 2022. Currently, Disney Plus is ad-free. It's a subscription price of $8 a month. This is actually really interesting because it completely contradicts what the company said last summer. Back in the summer of 2021, Disney CEO Bob Chapek said he had no plans on doing ad-supported for Disney+, and was really happy with the models they had. Just for competitive landscape's sake, HBO Max and Paramount+, Plus both have ad-supported options of their streaming services. If you think about the Disney family of entertainment, traditionally, you are getting the more family-friendly fair in Disney+. Plus. You're getting a little bit more adult content, older mature content on Hulu, such as, you know, the FX lineups, um, The Handmaid's Tale, and then, of course, you're getting sports through Disney's ESPN. But in this coming year or so, Disney is going to be able to pull back all of their Marvel streaming shows that they had licensed out to Netflix, uh, such as Daredevil, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, Iron Fist, Defenders, and Punisher. These shows have kind of been known for their violent and sexual content, which worked for a platform like Netflix, which has, you know, all the way up to rated R stuff. But now they're going to be on Disney+. Plus. So it's interesting to hear that Disney is trying to appeal to maybe a customer that wants to see Disney and Marvel content at a lower price point, thanks to ad-supported model. Um, But yet they still need to keep their identity of being family friendly. To me, it seems completely in conflict with what they're trying to do. Also, from a historical standpoint, this kind of goes against the legacy that Disney has set, especially back when Bob Iger was the CEO of Disney. Back in 2012, Disney actually banned any junk food ads on their channels such as Disney XD, ABC, Radio Disney, and online. Historically, Disney Channel and Disney Junior have never been ad-supported. They will receive brand sponsorships in between the show where commercial would traditionally lie, but they're purposely not commercials for kids, unlike Nickelodeon. It's just a little strange and like I said, confusing and off-brand for Disney to now go towards an ad-supported way for Disney Plus, which is their family-friendly streaming platform. The second thing that has been really off-brand and confusing for the company's direction is that the company has really floundered in reacting in a progressive way towards the Florida Don't Say Gay bill. For those who don't know, Florida is set to pass. It hasn't passed yet, but it's very well on its way. as far as getting momentum in the votes, um, to passing a bill that would ban teachers from discussing topics like sexual orientation or gender identity with students until after the third grade. Why this is really important for Disney to have a say is that Disney is one of Florida's 
biggest employers, investors, where all the money is going, Disney World basically puts Florida on the map for so many people that are not retirement age. Anyway, the CEO, Bob Chapek, basically didn't say anything for two weeks. And then it came to light by the media that Disney had made political donations to lawmakers supporting the Don't Save Gay Bill. Bob Chapek tried to cover his tracks and uh, basically said, when we donate money to political candidates, we have no idea how they're going to vote going forward in the future. John Oliver on HBO said something really funny uh, this past weekend. He basically called him out and was like, that is such bullshit. Um, It's actively insulting because it's just not how donating works. When you donate money, you generally know what the recipient is going to do with it. That's why people donate to Feeding America and not (laughs) Feeding America or maybe taking food away from America. Um, It's funny, but I also think there's definitely legitimacy to that joke. Bob Chapek also said the company would donate $5 million to organizations that the human rights campaign works with which was so funny because the human rights campaign rejected his $5 million donation. Or we're like, sorry, like this is not enough. Like you're not doing enough as a corporation about this. Uh, We're not going to take your money as like the Band-Aid. It'll be interesting to see how these next week or so plays out. You know, if there's any changes to the Disney relationship, with the politicians of Florida. That's it for today's episode, everyone. I hope you learned a lot today about what's going on with Disney. And I will talk to you next time. Bye.